let me tell you a little story. So there was a guy that I dated one time who turned out to be a little toxic. What was interesting about this person is that one of the first things they said to me is, you know what, I'm the nicest person I've ever met. Now at the time, I thought that was the nicest thing anybody could have said because I felt like I really needed a nice person in my life and this person seemed to be the person. Well, it turned out this person wasn't as nice as I thought. They turned out to be a little toxic. So what it all came down to was that I learned about a new thing called virtue signaling. And that is what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Virtue signaling and grandstanding and how those relate to narcissists and narcissistic abuse. So let's get started. Closed captioning provided by Athena Moberg and cptsdfoundation.org. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So really quickly, what narcissists do is they use virtue signaling and grandstanding to fool you into thinking they're decent people. What am I talking about? Well, let's begin with a couple of quick definitions. First, virtue signaling. Officially, virtue signaling can be defined as the conspicuous expression of moral values. So basically, this is where the narcissist will tell stories or little tales about their own untouchable virtues and they will claim to have certain values that they totally stick to all the time but in reality they don't have those values and in fact those might actually be the opposite of whatever values they're kind of living by at this point but the reason that they pretend to have the values is because it makes you see them in a better light the best light possible does that make sense now the term virtue signaling was first used by a journalist and you know I love me some journalists but it was used to describe any behavior that could be used to signal virtue. The original guy who used the term was named James Bartholomew and it was in an article in 2015 in The Spectator. And it was used in reference to the way that people say things or write things to indicate that they have certain virtues or that they are virtuous in general. Originally, he meant it in regard to religious piety. Grandstanding, on the other hand, has a similar definition, but it's defined as the use of morality in a discussion that is specifically intended to get the target to think a certain way about you or think a certain thing about you, to behave in a certain way as a result of it. So narcissists, they take these two behaviors, they mix them all together, and we have a really nasty cocktail we could call it premeditated control and manipulation they play this game really well straight up lying it sounds totally sincere and it makes us fall for them but if you really want to be honest with yourself and you really want to look closely at that situation with a magnifying glass what you'll see is that the narcissist put his or her manipulation plan in place very early in your relationship so for example when you hear somebody say I'm the most honest person I know or I'm the nicest person I know or they might just kind of beef up their apparent integrity and their general morality just try to seem better than they really are but you know what someone who actually has integrity and who actually has a good moral center or ethical compass you know what they don't do they don't feel the need to just convince people in general that they're better than anybody or that they have all of these ethics and morals they just live it something to think about. Narcissists will also use this tactic to give them a sort of stronghold when they do mess up in the future. For example, you might hear a story about how the narcissist ex cheated on them and then they might say something to you like, you know what, I would never do that to you because I know how horrible it feels. And that might seem completely sincere and you totally get that, right? So you're like, okay, this person would never do this to me. And you fall for it because it's really true for you. Maybe somebody really did cheat on you in the past and it felt horrible and so you would never do that to hurt another person 
But in reality, the narcissist only tells you this because at some point you may catch them cheating. And then in the future when that happens, they can scream in your face and say, I told you I would never cheat on you. Why would you assume that I did this to you? Even if you're sitting there with photographs of said act in your hand. That is how blatantly, boldly, outrageously a narcissist will try to manipulate you. And sometimes they actually get you to believe it. But in reality, that's what it's about. It's about if, if you catch them cheating in the future, they have this to throw back in your face. And how dare you ask them if you just already knew how strongly they felt about it. And by the way, they'll say, while we're talking about this, if I'm gonna be accused of cheating, I might as well go do it. You ever heard that before? Here's a really quick fact. Basic human decency should be the default for your average human, for most people. But narcissists are different they lack this basic decency quality because they do not have empathy. They do not care how you feel, how anyone feels really, unless it directly affects them. They don't care how it affects you. Another reason narcissists do this is because it helps them sort of set the standard for your behavior in the future of your relationship. They may do this by telling you what their values are and expecting you to live up to them, by stating their own values or perceived values, or they may do this by telling stories about an ex or another person that hurt them in the past. So for example, they might say to you, you know, my ex never did the dishes. I couldn't stand it. It made me miserable. It was so horrible that this person never did the dishes. So you might decide to yourself as an empath, well, I want to prove to this person that people really are good. And so I'm going to do the dishes every single time. Now, this is obviously a very lighthearted example, but let's say that you do the dishes every day for five years and then one day you're sick and you can't do the dishes. And then the narcissist will say to you, you're just like my ex. I knew it. So even though you've attempted to show this person that in fact you are different from the ex and you're doing the dishes every day, the one day you don't do them, this person attacks you. For this particular example and any example that's similar to this, the idea is the narcissist wants to create certain sticking points with you at the beginning of the relationship or early in the relationship by using moral grandstanding and virtue signaling. So that if and when the mask falls off, they can always have something to fall back on. And if you do catch a glimpse of the real narcissist under the mask, they can attack you with the sticking points they've created. The point they're making there is, I've always told you X, so you should blindly trust whatever I say. Have you ever heard that before in your relationship? Blindly trust me? I did a lot. So in other words, the narcissist claims they are faithful, respectable, honest, otherwise morally correct, insert quality here, and they expect you to be exactly like the person they claim to be. But they have no problem twisting things and lying to you and manipulating you to get what you want, which is kind of what we talked about in yesterday's video. So take a look at that if you haven't yet. This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you experienced a narcissist using virtue signaling or grandstanding to manipulate you in advance or in real time? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. All right, that's all I've got for you right now. But as always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, Thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now, before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right here and right here. And while you're here, hit the subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. Don't forget you're never alone. You've always got your spanily. I'll see you soon.